This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. I just drink wine. Well, hello, cats and kittens. Welcome to the wine situation. Where the situation is, I'm here to be your drinking buddy. Also, I had to say cats and kittens because I was looking at exploding kittens also because it's in a script I'm working on. So, you know, if you're not a cat or a kitten, if you are a human being, welcome. And actually, if you are a cat or a kitten, probably stop listening because you shouldn't be drinking wine. You know, <laughs> don't do it, kids. At least I don't think alcohol is probably not good for cats. Okay, uh, right. So the situation is we are all trying to not, you know, spread COVID. And I want you to feel less alone. Who am I? Who am I really? I think I'm pretty, I feel like pretty good about myself. <laughs> like I know who I am. I mean, I don't always feel good about myself. I am L. Clifford. Ellen Clifford, if you please, I'll go by either. I'm, you know, certified sommelier with the quartermaster sommeliers. One test away that I just started really hardcore more studying for um, from my diploma from the Wine and Spirit Educational Trust. I write for Delectable. I, oh, I'm in a, a play, an online play done on Zoom, interactive, uh, like immersive theater play that just got, we did a few shows and people were really, like we had repeat audience members because it, it can end differently every time because it kind of depends on what the audience wants. Anyway, um, uh, hit me up. I think I'm gonna have a code for you for possibly a discount. It's an interactive play that involves wine tasting because I'm playing a sommelier and you will actually, well, if you're in Los Angeles, you'll actually get wine samples or the full bottle if you wanna pay that price delivered to you the day of the play. Uh, so you can taste along and take part or not take part. Anyway, yeah, look up Gary's Divorce Party on Eventbrite, probably. Or hit me up and I will give you the deets. So yeah, I'm also an actor. <laughs> and a comedian and an improver. I don't know why I got all French there. Hmm. Did you guys know that I... I feel like whenever I start recording these, I feel like I, I have a hard time, like hitting my stride and it doesn't even matter like I warm up for this not only do I like oh that's what it is today I didn't put on jewelry ah I, I like prep myself as though I were going on camera and I stretch and I'm now walking into my bathroom where my earrings are so I can put some on for you uh I'm gonna go with my really big heavy earrings here yeah, and I'm actually wearing, I know last week I said I'm super into asymmetrical earrings. These are symmetrical, or they're the same earring. Wow, you guys. Well, what is this podcast really, besides a virtual drinking buddy? It is where we have segments and tangents, tangents and segments. Uh, so in a, in a minute, I'll get to the agenda for tonight, where we can find out what segments we have. The tangents are a surprise to me too. Um, <laughs> before that, just, you know, how are you? Have you opened a bottle of wine yet? If you're driving, don't do that. Um, if it's the evening and if it's the afternoon, I don't know. I don't know when you drink wine. Um, if it's the right time for you to be drinking wine, I hope you have something really yummy to drink with me. Um, yeah. Are you surviving okay with things? Like, I've 
I, I admit I'm like doing a little more venturing outside of the house. I, I do have my person who's like my main uh, uh, person I see. Um, but I like I, I met at I mean, it's really amazing, like downtown Culver City, like half the street was shut off so that like the restaurants could expand. And it was like uh, into the street and there could be a lot of distance. And so I admit we had a little bit of a, a cast party, you know, in the outdoor safe and, and masked environment um, of this place called the Old Fellow. Um, and it was really nice. I mean, I get really nervous about too much, doing that too much. Like, I don't want to tempt fate, but... Oh God, it felt good to be out. <laughs> it felt really good to be out. Also, they had a lot of really good drink specials like where they're like, oh, you can double this or get the full bottle for this discounted price because they're, they're trying to minimize movement. So I'm like, well, you really are looking out for us so much so that we're, you're giving us a discount. I love it. And yes, make mine a double. Whew. Yeah, we went through a few or more bottles of wine that night. And ate delicious french fries. I'm finally like getting my french fry stride back a little bit because yeah okay see tangent already before I tangent high tangentize oh guys um tangentize this this podcast anymore let's get our agenda for the day um very first up we're gonna have a very quick just like wine adjacent fun thing fun for me anyway um then we will start into our our very oh wait we might start actually with um no we're gonna start with the fun thing then we will begin our who what when where why wine game that actually is a game unlike what's on the glass that's not a game um where i drop clues throughout the episode for a certain wine sometimes it's like a region this week it's a certain type of wine yeah then we will dive into another woman-made wine. I'm, boy, am I excited. Oh, buddy boy, am I excited for this week's uh, rosé. Then we will have a on the food side. And um, then off you go. Oh, I think I have like a random like controversial thing to ask about. Should, should I keep this podcast to only wine? I kind of like going on, you know, talking about life with you a little. Um, yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, you know, find me on Instagram at Ellen Clifford and say hi and tell me what you're drinking and tell me how you are. I really actually do care and I am very good about responding. So that would be super cool. If you also have a lot of time on your side, you can go on iTunes and rate, review and share this. But you don't have to. I'll still love you if you're listening. Yeah, it's true. I'm, you know, forgiving. <laughs> of people that don't want to be on the computer more. Wow, okay, seven minutes in. Maybe this wasn't my best time, but it's time for us to get on with... Um... Oh, no, I lie. We are starting with a clue. Then we'll have a wine-adjacent fun thing. I'm so sorry, guys. Your who and who, what, when, where, why wine is simply the French. The French. Um, I'm sorry I'm not being more accurate than that, but I'll I'll make up for it later. Your who is the French. Okay, now let me tell you that this is a wine that I think I had on maybe the second or third episode of this season. The wine I'm about to drink, I mean. Um, so I, we had two wolves. That's Alicia Moore, aka Pink's, the, the famous singer Pink. Um, her uh, winery 
she was a real true blue winemaker. She got she really studied and like knows her shit. Uh, so if you want to hear more about that, you can find that episode. But um, the reason I am having a repeat of it is because I think it took a, a vintage or two. Like when I first heard about it in the interview, she's just like, no, not releasing a rosé. Because I mean, pink, pink. Think of the marketing. Think of the marketing. She didn't have to go to wine school. She could be making a bajillion because people, everyone would want the pink wine made by pink. I sure did. <laughs> so much so that I had to buy it when she finally started making it. Um, Oh, let's see. What uh, what other like factoid should I tell you? Uh, should I? I'm going to read you the story of the two wolves that it's named for, um, just to refresh your memory. So, okay. Here's the story: the tale of two wolves. An old Cherokee is teaching his grandson about life. A fight is going on inside me, he said to the boy. It is a terrible fight, and it is between two wolves. One is evil. He is anger, envy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, lies, false prides, purity, and ego. He continued, the other is good. He is joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, benevolence, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and faith. The same fight is going on inside you and inside every person too. The grandson thought about it for a minute and then asked his grandfather, which wolf will win? Oh, that's a fun sentence to say. Which wolf will win? Whew, that's a really good vocal warm-up, guys. Keep that. Um, the old Cherokee simply replied, the one that you feed. So let's uh, drink a wine that says two wolves, and let's feed the, the good wolf. Because you know what else that good wolf would do? Um, if you're a human, is he would make sure he's registered to vote by mail and make sure he votes early in this upcoming election. That's what he'd do. I <laughs> uh, just wanted to throw that out there. You gotta vote, guys. Do it for me. Do it for wine. Hmm. Okay, so this uh, rosé made by two wolves, Alicia Moore, who, by the way, I didn't realize she was like a competitive gymnast when she was young, I, which makes total sense, but... um. Okay, go on, Ellen, about the wine. It's their Estate Vineyard Rosé from Santa Barbara County, 2019. It's a, 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 a rosé of Gorenache. Um, let me grab the fact sheet. Vineyard notes. At one of the older blocks of two wolves, the Grenache is planted on a hillside with a high, rocky, higher magnesium soil. The crop is kept intentionally low, two to three tons per acre, to allow the grapes to ripen evenly and preserve their natural acidity. 2019 was a cooler vintage, and this allowed for beautiful aromatics and balance to show in this wine. Handpicked in the early hours and straight to press, where it is left to rest for a couple hours in the cold room. You guys, that's called a cold soak. I don't know why I said it like that. I'm so sorry. In hopes of a twinge of color. And this is like a very light rosé. Oh, I'll save that for later. Lightly pressed and sent to neutral barrels for a native ferment, that means they didn't add yeast, guys, they let nature do its thing, under cold temperatures, which can last for weeks or months. While we try to discourage malolactic fermentation, we can't keep them all from it. Some do, some don't. Occasional aeration really keeps this juice alive, and you feel it in the glass. I guess I, that probably means I should like swirl it, right? Um, so anyway, that, those are sort of the tech notes on that wine. I'm going to cheers you and um, 
then give you another clue, and then we'll all get into what's in the glass. The game that's not a game, the first game that is a game. Who, what, when, where, why, wine. Who? The French. I'll stop saying like that. The French. What, since that last clue was so vague, I'm giving you two what's, you lucky, lucky ducks. Or cats or kittens or whatever you are. If you're ducks, also don't listen to this or drink. Um, <laughs> okay, your two clues are sotolone, S-O-T-O-L-O-N. It's a thing. It's a chemical compound. And clavelin. And, you know, I'll explain that when I tell you what this is. Oh, okay, I can't wait. Oh, I gave you the... I didn't even taste this yet. Okay, I'm... It's the heat, guys. It's the heat. I'm discombobulated. Okay. Cheers. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, that's great. Oh, this is the perfect, perfect, perfect wine for today. Uh, by the way, it was, you know, it's been like around 100 degrees in Los Angeles, which is not as bad as other places, but it's been real hot. Oh, well, maybe today was only only around 90-something. Anyway, um, let's play What's in the Glass, where I walk you through what I see and smell and taste and feel in this wine. I'll listen to it, too. Oh. It says, yes, please, go ahead and drink me. Um, and I'm using my Grazel glass again uh, that's, you know, rivals Zalto. I still haven't compared the two in a blind tasting. I'll do that eventually and let you guys know. But, oh, it has a thin rim and a thin uh, stem. And so I love this glass. So this is a very pale pink. Like, it's almost, if you saw it from afar, you'd be like, is that a deeper uh, yellow white wine it's yeah it's just very barely pink and like a little bit salmon hued I'd say the nose is I would put it medium plus it just like jumps out at you oh mm. it's very minerally um very like red fruit but like not super ripe red fruit like just right red fruit just ripe strawberries just right oh maybe cherry, um, and quite a bit of, like, floral on it, a florality. Ah, uh, God. What kind of flowers? I'm bad at identifying flowers. I still need to go to the, 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 the flower market, but these days going around and inhaling heavily in places where other people are seems like a bad idea, so only if I can, like, get flowers and let them have, you know, several days to make sure they're not carrying COVID. Will I sniff flowers in public that much? Uh, is that paranoid? Maybe. I don't know. Let's put it on our palate. Hmm. Ha. Huh. Ooh, watermelon. There's watermelon on that too. Uh, it is dry. A dry rosé. I'm almost getting like some orange on it too. Okay, I'll wait. So I usually do structure first. It's dry. The acid is... I'm going to call it medium. Maybe... No, I think it's like medium. The alcohol level is... Medium plus. I feel a bit of burn. Um, let's see. The text sheet says it's 13.8. Um, which if I didn't say before, by the way, this is 100% Grenache, and Grenache, uh, one of its characteristics is it tends to uh, make very uh, more high uh, alcohol 
lines, so, um, yeah. Did I even finish my story about Pink saying she's, like, not making pink wine? And I'm like, so, of course, the minute she had one, I had to buy it. I probably did. I'm so sorry. I'm distractible, guys. <clears throat> you should see me in real life. It's probably worse when I don't even have an agenda in front of me. Uh, so the body is medium. And the flavors. There's a little more citrus going on. There's some orange. Um, the floral thing going on, the red fruit, the strawberries that are like a little more cooked though, but also some watermelon and like a minerality, just like you, it's so, I don't, refreshing. I wish refreshing could be like an actual tasting note, but it, it is. It's, shall I compare thee to a summer's day, Rosé? Actually, no, the summer's day is not refreshing, but this is, you taste this and this is like summertime wine. This is summertime, not quite pool party wine, it's got a little bit more to it. It's a little too elegant to just be pool wine. Um, by the way, this was also a lot more affordable than like the first bottle of wine that I bought from Two Wolves, which I guess red wines are usually more expensive. Uh, this one only was, how much was it? Um, do I have it written down? Let me see. We're walking into my kitchen. We are looking at the sheet where I inventory my wines. Uh, it was like $33. That's what I have written down. I hope it's not inaccurate. By the way, you also have to like get on the, I don't know, you have to like get on the list and then set an alarm when allotments, like seasonally when they release wines, they sell out so fast. You literally have to like set an alarm to get your hands on any. If you're too late, they will all sell out fast. Oh my. What's the finish on this? Did I do that? Hmm. Oh, it's a medium plus. Oh my god, this is so good. I'm not normally as much of a pale rosé person, but this, uh, which is strange because I'm a pale person. This is so fucking good. Um, Alicia Moore, well done. Make more pink wine. I mean, I'll still buy your red. St I'm gonna try all your wines, and yeah. Ugh. Sorry, I'm getting all verklempt about this. Let's just move on, like, with another clue. Who? The French. What? You get two of them. Sotolone and Clavelin. When is six years and three months after harvest, at which point they're allowed to bottle this wine? Okay. Then we have on the food side. So this is just a random thing that gives me joy and also disturbs me. <laughs> it's an Instagram, um called Twisted. It's a cooking one. I think it's British based on the fact, like, the names they give ingredients that are slightly different than Americanisms. Um, but, uh, yeah, Twisted. And I discovered this because someone, like, posted one of their, uh, they do these recipes that are, it's not Frankenfood per se. Uh, it's, okay, I'm so disturbed I need another sip of this rosé. Oh my god, you guys. <clears throat> this is, like, fucking high cook. Fist pump, good wine. Oh my god, this is possibly my favorite rosé I've had in a while. I wish I'd bought more. Oh god, I wish I'd bought more. It's okay, autumn allotments will be coming. Will there be rosé? Probably not, not an autumn allotment. <sighs> okay, so anyway, uh, Twisted is like, they, they make these recipes that just go on. And not all of them, but they'll, they'll like make some sort of base food, and the next thing you know, they're like cutting it up and like spreading it and, and like coating it with other things and doing more things to it. 
uh, like the recipes that you would have to dirty every single utensil and bowl and everything in your kitchen and possibly your neighbors um and it would take all day and i'm thinking if you have time to watch them make it you definitely don't have time to uh make it yourself so i don't know if anyone actually ever makes these recipes but their foods are like when you first watch it you're like i can't look away what's coming next because you're just like okay surely this is it this is what they're making and then you're like nope um so yeah i wouldn't have watched this video if someone i forget who it was posted it on twitter and like a lot of other people watched and they're like my god this is horrific at the same time, I can't get enough of their crazy foods. So let me tell you, oh shit, I just realized I didn't give you the actual tasting notes from the Two Wolves site. I always like to see how mine line up. Mine included a lot of like, well, first it was like red fruit and minerality, and then it was like flowers and, and citrus, like orange. Um, so, okay, this is what they say on the site. They say, we've intentionally waited a very long time to release this wine because it is so special we couldn't part with it. We call it the Blanc de Rosé. That makes sense. This is very pale, guys. Waiting for this to be released has felt at times a bit like waiting on Santa Claus to arrive. Yeah. Um, the color is intentionally light and owed to the Provençal style. The incredibly giving and open aromatics, yeah, they are, <clears throat> uh, remind me of the first day of spring with wild strawberries. Yeah. Honeysuckle and orange blossom. Aha! Flowers and oranges, citrus in one uh, swoop, fell, fell swoop, fell swoop. Although a very easy drinker, there's a serious side to this bad girl. And um, let's see, they also give uh, pairing notes. They say, pair with fresh pecorino cheese, oyster mignonette, a fresh fruit tart, ooh, or a, a bathing suit. <laughs> so I guess you could take it to the pool. I mean, you can do whatever you want with your wine. I'm not going to stop you. Unless it's really good wine, you're going to pour it out. In which case, I'd say if you're not going to drink that, give it to me. Um, okay, back to Twisted. So this crazy Franken food that like uh, drew me in to this weird, weird um, food site. <sighs> if you search on Instagram, hashtag pizza dia, as in a pizza quesadilla, pizza dia. Um, there's quite a few of them, but if you find the one from Twisted, I think there's a couple of them because they do some other crazy things with this sort of variation, which once again, why am I so fascinated by food types applied to shapes and shapes applied to food types? I don't know. It's just a fascination of mine. Maybe this is my next adventure when I finish with wine, which after that I have to go to cheese and then maybe water because, you know, water psalms, they're a thing. Okay, so the, the, the one that drew me in, let me just walk you through what I was saying that, uh, or what I was watching that I was just like, what? And now? And they're gonna, oh, wait, why? Why? Okay, no, stop. How does that even just, okay. Let me just describe to you what I saw. And please note, I probably wouldn't have kept watching because it starts with the meat thing if other people hadn't said to watch it. So first they're like making some kind of spicy sauce and they're marinating chicken breast in it and baking it. Then they're shredding that and then they're throwing in more spices and like some onions and some herbs and I think barbecue sauce and mixing it all up. Then they get a springform pan and they put a tortilla in the bottom of it and coat it with cheese. Then that mixture of all the chicken stuff and then more cheese, then another tortilla, and while they chill it, they um, 
make some sort of sauce that to me sounds, at least from the ingredients I saw, makes me think of like ranch sauce. So then once this um, quesadilla-ish, uh, but it's like a really thick, like it's a thick layer of the chicken mixture that they, they put in there. So I would not call it a quesadilla so much as like, I don't know, a thick mixture of chicken and cheese between two tortillas. Because, yeah. So anyway, they cut it into wedges as though it were a pizza. And I'm kind of like, what now? Then next thing you know, they're giving it a flour coating, then egg, then crumbs. And they're deep frying these wedges, which still is a little like, I'm like, okay, it's uh, it's a, a quesadilla fried. Okay. But then they take all those fried wedges and reassemble them like into the pizza shape. And they're tossing it, uh, topping it with pizza sauce and cheese and pepperoni. And then, you guys, they grill it. And then they dip it in sauce. Like, it's a pizza, barbecue, chicken, cheese, quesadilla, ranch sauce. I don't even know. But, like, I this Instagram is kind of... It, it, you really can't look away. Sometimes you're like, that actually kind of looks good. And most of the time it's just like, why... Why are you doing that? I don't understand. Um, oh my god. You guys, I think this might be like a quicker podcast. I felt like I had a lot of tangents. Have I had enough tangents? Probably. Probably more than you want. But I feel like we're just like breezing through it. Maybe it's because I already told you a lot about Two Wolves, and so I didn't feel like I had to tell you more. Could I tell you more? Oh, it's still, I'm, I'm sniffing it again, and like the orange blossom is coming out even more. That's what I was calling flowers and a hit of citrus like orange, but oh yeah, it's orange blossom. You guys buy some orange blossom water, you'll see what I mean when people taste it. Shall we have another clue from who, what, when, where, why, wine? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, remember, your who's the French, your what's, plural, are Sortolone and Clavelin. Your win is six years and three months after harvest, at which point you're allowed to bottle your wine. Your where? And you know it's in France. Well, you don't know, but you know it's in France is the Jura, which is it's uh, east of Burgundy. So yeah, the Jura, know that. Um, before I give you the last clue, I will just, you know, here's my like thought random thought of the day. I'm so discombobulated. I also realized that maybe the reason we're zooming through this is I forgot to tell you my like wine adjacent fun thing, which is really dumb. So maybe it's better that like you probably would have stopped me if I told you this up front and been like, do I even care? Lady, don't waste my time. I just, I finally got my hands on Essie <laughs> nail polish. They make a shade called Bordeaux. And it's beautiful. It's a beautiful shade of red. And I finally got my hands on some. Because um, I kept looking forward to not finding it. So, you know, if you want wine flavored, not flavored. It doesn't taste like Bordeaux. It's, well, I don't think I've actually purposely licked my fingernails. But I'm pretty sure it probably just doesn't taste like much of anything. Anyway, Essie makes a, a, a nail polish called Bordeaux. And it's gorgeous. I'm very into it. It's the one I think last week when I was talking about being asymmetrical, I was like, I was alternating nails of red and black. I was using that, celebrating my new purchase. Wow, you guys, I started making an outline for the show because I would lose my place 
and now I'm losing my place even when I have the agenda in front of me. But I think I'm also realizing that I just somehow left out the wine adjacent fun fact. And if it had actually been in, in the agenda, I would have gone to it. I'm glad I remembered now. Um, it just because I have you here, if you want, if you want to skip ahead, go for it to find out what the who, what, when, where, why wine is, because it's kind of a cool one these uh, today. Here's my thought that may be controversial, especially when people are like, oh man, you watch that now? What the? Um, and I'm like, no, no. I was re-watching Star Wars, A New Hope, <laughs> last night. And I was like, this movie is so good. Maybe it's just because I like get really emotional whenever I hear the John Williams uh, soundtrack, which makes me extra emotional because in Los Angeles at the Hollywood Bowl every summer, the... Los Angeles Phil plays um, uh, uh, his music to many films like Schindler's List and but also mainly like at the very end Star Wars uh, John Williams there and he conducts and it's magnificent and people bring out the lightsabers are you a Star Wars fan if you're not you're really you're missing out on like it's kind of like I people who deny the validity of cheering for sports because they're just like think it's a waste i'm like no there is something about being with a group of people that you all feel so like excited and passionate about this like when i hear baseball on the summer radio it just like it's a feeling and i get so excited and happy so when the when uh a new hope started last night i just was like jumping up and down with happiness uh, find yourself a quarantine person who likes Star Wars and who cooks. That That's cool, too, because, like, I won't be sitting at home eating Cacio e Pepe and um, watching Star Wars. Uh, guys, yeah, don't, don't go out and give people COVID. Stay home and uh, watch A New Hope. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, um, and, uh, and, and, and eat pasta. I don't know. I think that's a good idea. I'd do it again tonight, except I... Well, actually, we didn't make it to the end of A New Hope, because um, it was getting late. So I'd maybe if I were doing it again tonight, I'd either finish A New Hope or start the next episode. Oh, another controversial thought. Rogue One is one of the best Star Wars out there. Rogue One. If you haven't watched it, get into it. It's not... It's like... I guess you'd call it Star Wars adjacent, um, but no, it's, it's, it's in the genre or it's in the empire, <laughs> the empire. Oh, that's funny. Okay. <clears throat> so let's go on with this game of who, what, when, where, why, wine. Your who was the French. Your what was both, um, Sotolone and Clavelin. Your win was, what was it, six years and three months that it can, before it can be bottled. Your where is the Jura. And your why is you're into sherry and want something that has a similar um, thing that goes into making it, but isn't, uh, is not fortified. Do you know what we have? We have Vergeon which you have to pronounce like that. You are not, like, if you ask um, a song at a restaurant for a Vin Joan, we'll, like, look at you and be like, we don't have that, even if we do. I lied. That's not true. Also, I've never had it. I don't think, at least not that I remember. I don't think, well, it's a tiny region. I don't think, 
I mean, the Jura is not one of those regions. People are like, oh yeah, the Jura, not that one. But uh, Vin Jaune, V-I-N space J-A-U-N-E, translates to yellow wine, because that's the color it acquires, I guess. I've still never had it. Um, So it's kind of, oh, Sherry's so complicated. In certain types of uh, Sherry, not all of them, this... um, yeast like they make the wine and then they um they put it into barrels like partly filled barrels and like this natural yeast um uh, that forms like a film across the top of like because they're not totally full um it forms a film across the top of the wine um in the in uh sherry they call it floor f-l-o-r um they call it the voile like the veil v-o-i-l-e in the jura and that like that layer of protection um, prevents oxidation. Um, it has to spend five years in cask, um, and, and apparently three months before it can, or yeah, at least five years in, in cask, um, but six years and three months before it can be bottled. So sotalone, that was one of your what's, is a chemical compound. A smell. Com- it's a compound that has like curry flavors to it you guys i'm just reporting here i have not tasted also i feel like i am upset that jen's i'm she's british so she probably means like indian curry but there's a lot of curries out there and i think they have different flavors but i'm guessing that's the type of flavor that you don't get that so much on um sherry but there's many strains of yeast so i guess the jura yeast develops sotolone which has a curry flavor to it um, and also clavelin is what they're bottled in. It's a 60, 62 centiliter bottle that's shaped differently than a normal wine bottle. I've never seen it. Um, yeah, so if, if you want, if you're into sherry and you're like, oh, this is cool, let's taste something that was aged um, under a layer of yeast, then let's, uh, let's give this a whirl. Um, that's your uh, who, what, when, where, why, wine. I'm just confused. I mean, it's probably good that this is quicker. I feel like I go on way too long some other episodes. Um, what can I leave you with besides if you maybe don't? I mean, the selfish part of me is like, don't get on Two Wolves list because it'll be even harder for me to secure my next allotment of this rosé. Because this rosé is really good. You guys. Oh, I don't even know how to tell you. It's a... R- it's really good. It's really good, Rosé. Hmm. Okay. I guess that's really it. I wish I had more to say. I, I guess we're all kind of at the point of pandemic where we're all like, well, no news is good news, except we've also had a lot of bad news, like wildfires and stuff. Hence why I'm like, vote, guys. Let's uh, let's elect people that are going to like not be against uh, preventing <laughs> global warming. <laughs> Um, what else could I tell you? I feel like I need to, like, impart you with some wisdom. You've probably shut me off by now. But let me, let, let, let me think what wisdom I could give you besides rewatch Star Wars while eating pasta, um, and drinking wine. Yeah, I was eating pasta and drinking kava, so life under quarantine can be pretty fun if you just do it right. Yeah. Maybe the reason I'm not having as much to say is I'm like a night owl who like the later it gets the more inspired I am and it's 
Well, now it's 10.22 on Friday night. <laughs> My weekends are wild. But um, uh, maybe it's that I started recording earlier than I normally do, at least recently. I don't know. Um, anyway, I guess I'm probably going to go do some writing right now while I finish this absolutely stellar glass of rosé, and I might pour a little more. I'm going to pour some more. This is really good wine. And, uh, yeah... Hmm. Okay, my loves, be safe, be good, get your uh, vote by mail registration done. If you can, uh, drink good wine, eat good food, watch Twisted, and just have your mind blown. I mean, they're not all mind-blowing, but like that, it's just like, you're like, what are they, what now, What? what's next? It's kind of like watching a weird horror movie, except it's food that may taste good, but I don't know. I don't even know. Um, sorry, I'm so fixated on it. Uh, find some Venjun, and if you do, tell me about it, because I really don't think I've had it, because it's, uh, I don't see it. Watch New Hope, eat pasta, drink kava, drink rosé. Um, if you haven't seen Rogue One, see it. What else? Buy some SE uh, Bordeaux nail polish, maybe? I don't know. They're not sponsoring me. I haven't, uh, you, anyway, it's a pretty nail polish. Okay. I will talk to you. Eh, it should be next week. Cheers. Glass. I just drink wine. I don't fuck with my PA. I just drink wine. I don't fuck with minute mates. I just drink wine. I don't fuck with coffee mates. I just drink wine. Give me red, white, or say, Don't touch me, motherfucker. I'm a Somaliite. And a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.